You're listening to Soul School with Laura Coe and Kevin Kaiser. On this show, we dive into life's biggest questions. Who are we? What are we here to do? And how can we fearlessly live as our truest, deepest selves? Soul School is the spiritual education you never received. So if you're ready, join us as we explore together. Soul School is in session. Welcome to this week's episode. As we have started to do, we are um, taking every other episode and uh, discussing short form, some inspirational quotes and some ideas that just rise to the surface. And uh, again, I'm here with my good friend, Laura. Laura, how's it going? It's fantastic, Kevin. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. This week, I want to uh, I want to drop a little idea on us. And it comes from a conversation that I had with uh, a good friend of mine the other night who's a photographer. And we were talking first about, you know, this whole idea of awakening and awareness, you know, spirituality, all of these things, and how it's so simple that we miss it. And the the idea dawned on me because he was a photographer that, you know, a photographer, they basically play with light. You know, the light comes into the camera, reflects off of trees and the sky and flowers and whatnot, and they capture it, but they completely take for granted the light that you don't actually see the light, but the light is that thing by which all things are seen. And it reminded me of the C.S. Lewis quote that was the, that was very similar. And we started having this conversation about how awareness is the simplest, most effortless thing. It actually is who we are, but yet we completely miss it, right? Mm. It's like, think about how uh, you walk outside or you just look around the room and you don't see the light. It's the light by which all things are seen by Mm. your eyes, but it's so close to us that we can't even comprehend it. We just take it for granted. And our own awareness is exactly the same thing. And it just hit me. Totally hit me. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? I know. It's like you have these moments of epiphany where you're like, wait, I think I just got it. And when you say hit me, I take that to mean you felt it more in your body than understood it intellectually. Exactly. It was was a, oh, oh. And then I looked around the room. I was on the phone with him. I looked around the room and I realized, oh, okay, well, there's a couch. There is the wall. There's the TV. But there's also the space. And it's the space within which everything happens that it, that is also experienced. But like nobody talks about, you know, the space. When you say, hey, describe this room, they don't say, they don't point out the space. Or when they're outside saying, hey, describe this landscape, they don't talk about the openness, the expanse of space mm. within which everything is happening. Right. And that's what our awareness is. That's what consciousness is. I love and- that. I love that. I mean, it's so interesting, right? I've never thought about it, that um, space, spaciousness is the the container of all that there is, and yet it never gets our attention. And so then to take that home into consciousness, how would you, again, this is such a complex idea, right? So take viewers to that next part 
How do you see it as completely parallel? Like, can you give an example of the parallel nature of it? Yeah. So the way practically how it works with us is really in the same way. So if somebody were to ask you to describe the room that you're in, you know, most people would point out the couch, the TV, right? The walls, et cetera, Mm -hmm. not the space. And then if you would ask them to describe, well, what is your experience like? Like what's happening to you right now? They would describe, oh, well, I'm thinking about this. I'm worried about that. You know, my body feels this, but they actually don't even realize that it's that awareness, right? It's like that witness, that observer kind of perspective that is in the same way that like we're looking at the the couch or we're look at, looking at the trees. Like there is something that is us that is experiencing our emotions or is experiencing the feelings in our bodies or, you know, the, the thoughts that are coming and going. And it's exactly like that. It's, you know, you, you mentioned Adya Shanti. It's, it's so simple that you really can't even comprehend it. It's more like a felt sense in your body. Mm-hmm. I think this is why all of the sages and mystics say, look, the direct path is just to, just to feel the I, you know, I am, I exist. And everything that is attached to that isn't really you, but you're the one who's seeing all of that stuff. And like, I don't know why I feel compelled to say this, but who cares, right? For somebody out there who's like, what the hell? I mean, so there's couches. Who cares about the space? Who cares about the observer eye? Why do I need to pay attention to this other element that is, I guess, right, what you're saying, neglected from our um, conversational pers- um, perspective or, or focus? Why does that matter? It's like, so what? Yeah. yeah. So what? What does it matter? Here's why it matters, because um, it actually is happiness. And I think in another in an, in another episode, we're going to talk about the ideas around non-duality and, and what all of that means. But I mean, really, if you think about who you are, um, if something comes and goes, you know, like thoughts, you know, where are the thoughts that you had five minutes ago? Or 10 minutes ago, they're gone. You know, the feelings come and go, but that, that really clear, simple knowing that you're here, that doesn't come and go. Mm -hmm. And if you're able to really sit in that and connect with that, then that is peace. Then you're actually not, you're no longer at the mercy of um, your thoughts and feelings or, um, you know, things not going the way you want them to go. That doesn't mean life's going to go the way you want it to go. It's just that you're not going to be so lost and attached and, you know, confuse yourself with a feeling, right? Because if a feeling comes and goes and you don't come and go, that means that that's not you. Mm. And it means very practically that you can be at peace. It reminds me of this idea that now, right? Like I'm looking at my my house and I'm looking at the furniture and I'm thinking about this space and like the space of this condo I'm in isn't going anywhere, but the furniture perhaps, right? Like I spill 
a drink on it and I have to get rid of the chair, right? And it's like, it doesn't change the fact that I still live here, that this is in in totality the home that I'm in. And we would never worry about it, right? We wouldn't say, oh my God, my whole house is ruined because one pillow <laughs> got right. spilled on, right? But we connect to our thoughts or our feelings as if everything's wrong with us when we have one quote negative experience in life, right? We have a, a sensation that doesn't feel good. We don't want loneliness, sadness, depression, anxiety, or thoughts that are intrusive, um, angry, whatever, right? Um, yeah. it's the, it's the proverbial spilled pillow in the, the living room, right? Which you can just objectively say, is just an object within the space. I don't say my whole home is is yeah. now the spilled pillow. Yeah. And you know, it's so it's so subtle too how language uses us. You know, we're just so used to saying, I'm depressed, right? Or mm-hmm. um, I am confused or whatever it might be. But but the the reality is the truth of it is that you know you're experiencing like these bad feelings, you know, these hard feelings, um, hard feelings come and go and then happiness comes and then happiness comes and goes, right? It's like, we're constantly having these experiences, but we're the one who's having the experience. And that's a very, it's a very subtle kind of truth to get a hold of or let it get a hold of you. But this is what all of these spiritual traditions point to, is that that, you want to know what freedom is, that is freedom. Yeah. Freedom is knowing that that is who and what you actually are, and you're actually free to experience all of these things um, and know yourself at peace, right? Yeah. Yeah, because if... When, not if, <laughs> you get caught up in the belief that the expression, right, the the emotion in the body that's happening, call it whatever it is, um, or the thoughts, if you identify as you, and then you start this like endless dialoguing, well, I don't want this, and what does this mean, and right, and, and it just goes on and on and on, and you're stuck there, right? And you can get stuck there for years, you can get stuck mm-hmm. there for months, you can get stuck there for hours, and you know, one thing that I think about a lot is really that spiritual enlightenment is not the idea that you don't have those experiences. It's just the amount of time you spend in them, right? And mm-hmm. so it is true that these feelings arise and it is true that these thoughts happen. But when we identify them as us and we start then, oh, it shouldn't, and how do I get it to go away? And I don't want to feel this way. And what does this mean about me? And or how come this person is behaving that way or the weather or whatever it is, right? And you start a conversation about what is and how it shouldn't be is when we start to suffer. So that objective sense of self being the awareness cuts down the time that we struggle, right? So back to the condo and the spaciousness, (laughs) I couldn't get that out. Um, You know, you were were saying we don't think about the space in a room. and, And so when I spill something on a pillow, I I get rid of the pillow. I don't freak out that the entire condo now needs to be sold, right? Or how how is this happening to the whole condo? Um, So yeah, it's a brilliant way to see it. I love it. Yeah. And it reminds me, you know, one other thing in the Tao Te Ching, it says something like, you know, a house is made of walls, 
and ceilings and stone and and wood, but it's the space within it that makes it livable. So you have to have both, right? Like you have to have like the walls and, you know, all of the things, but it's actually the space that is part of the dwelling that actually makes it livable. Like it's the negative space or the empty space. And really it's, you know, our thoughts and feelings and experiences, um, they don't actually exist without that awareness to experience them, to see Mm -hmm. them. You know, it's that sense of, oh, well, I know, or I experienced this. And, and that is the thing that's so close to us that we don't even see it. We don't even, we take it for granted. We ignore it yeah. um, just because it's always been there. So, so that is the, so that is the encouragement for the day, which is simply pay attention to that subtle, ever present feeling that, oh, I'm here. And then find out what that I is. You know, what is my, what am I essentially? And uh, find out because that's what, that's the, uh, that actually is the, the Powerball ticket. You know, you find that and embody that and you are completely free. I love it. Thank you so much, Kevin. And thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. And I really hope that you consider checking out the Little Soul School, littlesoul.school, where there's a community of people dedicated to soul growth, soul learning, and the Akashic energy, a space that holds all of our soul's histories, everything we've ever done in all of our lifetimes, because they're looking for a deeper connection to themselves, a place to experiment and play with spirituality in a non-judgmental, vulnerable, open community of people. No woo-woo, no fluff, just fun and connection. Come check it out, littlesoul.school.